right, welcome back to the Seven Lakes Sports Podcast. James Kovaleski here, joined by head volleyball coach Amy Cadline. And coach, it's a pleasure, as always, to visit with you each year. Um, last year, we had a very successful season for the varsity, advancing into the playoffs, sweeping the Travis Tigers in the first round, and then dropping a really tough uh, five-set uh, match against the Stratford Spartans. So it looks like we're poised to continue a lot of the same success. We've been having a, a great year. But before we dive into that, Coach, for any junior high parents or parents that are new to the program that are listening, can you just give a little bit of background of where you're from and just and your coaching background and how you came to Seven Lakes? Sure. Um, I grew up about 20 minutes away from Seven Lakes High School, and I went to school in Fort Bend ISD. And then after playing volleyball in college at HBU. I went on to coach at in Fort Bend. I was at Fort Bend Austin for 13 years, nine seasons as a head coach there, and then came to Seven Lakes High School in 2017. So this is my seventh season as a head coach at Seven Lakes. And coach, it's been lots of success. I mean, trips deep into the playoffs. And this year's team is is, is just another one of those successful years. We, we are sitting in third place in district. And we've if you look at the district standings, Cinco's on top. They're undefeated. You have Tompkins in second, but we're, we're, we're right there in third. We've, we've won all the games that we are, quote, unquote, supposed to win. There, there have been no hiccups along the way, so to speak. And we only have three district losses to those teams that are above us. Looking ahead, I guess well, before we look ahead, just can you just give your – what's your overall rundown of, of your feelings of the varsity program up to this point this season? Yeah, I think we've competed well. Um, I feel like the games that we did lose, we were fighting for it and we were in every match and we competed well against Tompkins in Cinco Ranch, even though they didn't go our way. And so overall, I feel like we've been competitive and um, yeah, I'm proud of our success so far. And one thing I neglected to mention, we have a 24 and 14 overall record, which include a really tough non-district slate uh, beating teams, like, you know, big name teams like Spring Branch Memorial, Fort Bend Austin, you mentioned was one of your former coaching stops, um, Tomball. So really, really, really nice season put together. Now, looking ahead for the remainder of the season, we have a we have a familiar foe in the KD Tigers this Friday. And that was a that was a match that they, they snuck one on us uh, at, at KD High School last year. And so. The potential, I guess, is there for an upset, but I, you know, I, I feel strong that we're going to continue on and get the win. But just kind of previewing that Katie game, just what, what do you, you know, they, they have upset us in the past. So what are some of your feelings? What are you saying to the team going into this match on Friday? Yeah, well, it's a big night for us. Not only do we want to win, we're recognizing our seniors. And so um, after we recognize our seniors, my hope is that we get focused and we take care of mm -hmm. business. We know what we need to do. We have a game plan and we'll be practicing today after school to prepare to exploit some of their weaknesses. And I'm confident that the girls are ready. It's our last home game. And so yeah. they're hyped to get the victory in our home gym. Yep. And as and like you said, we, we've been on the road already and defeated Katie. So hoping to pull off the season long sweep. And then just also to preview, looking ahead to next Tuesday will be our final regular season matchup. And it is against the Cinco Ranch Cougars. So this is, I think, a really cool opportunity to, you know, try to unseat this team that has gone unblemished through the district campaign thus far. What are some of your thoughts about that Cinco game? I, I know I know, as a coach, you're, you're focused on Katie right now, but as a media guy, I have to ask, you know, looking ahead a little bit to that Tuesday game, what are some of your thoughts leading into that one? No, well, I'm excited. I think we have nothing to lose when we play Cinco Ranch. And so it'll be our our last hurrah in district and we did we're actually one and one with Cinco Ranch this season oh really um, 
we beat them in a tournament early on. So they only have five losses. And I think we take a little bit of pride in knowing. Wow, that, that's excellent. That yeah. Those are ours. And, um, I, you know, we complete, we were with them. We competed point for point with them in our gym. And unfortunately, they they turned it on and um, we imploded a bit. And, uh, sure. but I mean, and that, the funny thing is in high school sports, that can happen on any side of the net, you know? And yeah. so, yeah. I always remind the girls that, and we have nothing to lose. So I'm excited for us to, I know they're friends with a lot of girls, so it'll be a yeah. fun um, match to end our district season on. Yeah, that's a great confidence boost. I guess I missed that looking through there in, in the uh, non-district play, but that, that's excellent to know that, that we, we've done it before. We can certainly do it again. And like you said, it's going to be kind of fun. It's at Cinco Ranch High School. So kind of that us against the world feeling going into hostile territory. And obviously for our fans, Cinco Ranch is not far, so let's let's get out there Tuesday night. I think that's going to be a, a raucous atmosphere and a lot of fun. Now, before we talk about the postseason for the varsity, let's also look at our sub-varsity teams because, as all coaches know, this is the lifeblood of the program. I mean, th these are going to be the future varsity uh, members of the team. So let's start with the junior varsity team. How, how are they looking this year, Coach? Yeah, they – they're currently um, tied for second in district. And I think even they'd say that the games that they lost, they, they felt like they shouldn't have, that they knew mm -hmm. that they could have performed better. I have um, four juniors on the team that are leading well. And so, yeah, they're competing, you know, and I think they could easily be first if they, we didn't let a few of the matches slip away. And then as well with our fresh freshman program, how are they doing this year, coach? Yeah, so both our freshman A and our B team are currently tied for first place, mm. um, both with Cinco Ranch. Yeah. Uh, I think George, it's a three-way tie on that 9A. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, 9A sits in first place solo, okay. but um, Cinco Ranch and Jordan are tied for second, and um, our 9B is tied with Cinco Ranch, so I guess point being Cinco Ranch game is going to be a big one for uh, our freshman teams. Yeah. Program wide, that that's really cool. Like at every level, it seems like the Cinco game on Tuesday is going to be five or three great matches. Yeah, very, 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 very cool. Um, or uh, now also, you know, thinking about the junior highs. I mean, obviously, you're you're coaching two match nights per week, and so I don't. I I imagine you probably don't have much time to get down there. But for any junior high parents that are listening, I always like to ask coaches this question. What would you like them to know? I mean, if we do have some junior high parents that are excited about their, their future at Seven Lakes and they're starting to listen to this podcast, what do you have any recommendations for them? Is, is simply playing at the junior high enough or do you have recommendations as far as clubs they should be joining or, or things that are happening at the high school in the off season or the summer? Any, anything you want, you know, parents that are going to be coming into your program to know from you? Yeah, well. Well, I have been watching them play and I'm excited okay, about great. Them being future Spartans. And um, they both actually the eighth grade a back at Beckendorf and seven lakes, they're both going to be playing each other wow. on Thursday night in the end of season tournament. So I'm super proud that they both made the end of season tournament, yeah. like playoffs for them. And it's just ironic that they will both be playing each other. I think they have a late match. I think it's an eight 15 match on Thursday night at ties. So I'm excited to go watch them and and more importantly, not so much who wins. I think what I care about is the growth. And I've, yeah. I've talked to both the coaches and I've seen them at the beginning of the season. We hosted them here and I've seen them recently and they've just shown so much growth. And I think it just goes to show that the more you play volleyball, the better you get at volleyball. And yeah. so my recommendation was would be to keep playing volleyball as much yeah. as you can get your hands on <laughs> yeah. ball. Um, outside of all the other sports that they're involved in, in junior high, I think it's fantastic that they play multiple sports in junior high and um, get exposed to all, all of the different sports and be able to contribute 
to the success in each program at their school. But yeah, I think just any way you can continue to play volleyball, whether it be at home or with a club or at camps or clinics, um, that definitely will help them be prepared for uh- and I love that coach. I'm, I'm really glad that they're able to stagger those game nights so that you, you have been able to go uh, attend. And I think that's great. And I, I kudos to you for really treating it like a comprehensive program that really they're an extension of the seven lakes volleyball team. And you're treating them as such. I think that's awesome. That's got to be exciting for the junior high parents to see, you you know, being attending at, at those games. And it sounds like they're both pretty good. So the, the pipeline is rich, but hopefully we'll continue on all the success we've had uh, in recent years. Now, coach, And the episode we did last season, I I know we did, we're able to look a little bit at perhaps some of the potential playoff matchups. Have you been able to, is it, is it clear who we'd be matching up with? I know some fans will probably be curious, or is it still very murky depending on how these final two match nights go? I'm, I'm 90% sure that it's going to be Fort Ben Austin. um, looking at their schedules ahead. They are currently second in district and we're third. Um, they played on Tuesday night. They played their first place Ridge Point, and both times that they faced Ridge Point, it went to five sets. And wow. yeah, and yeah. so <laughs> Austin lost a close one at Ridge Point on Tuesday. But we we've played Austin too, so I've got to look at them. But they're a tough team, and so I'm excited for the matchup, the potential matchup of playing them either October 30th or October 31st will be our first playoff game. October 30th or 31st. And then do we know beforehand whether the, the location would, would it be, we, we would host as a higher seed or, or, or do we, do we know that information yet? Well, because they're the higher seed. The first oh, they're the highest. I'm sorry. Yep. They will host. And so they have the option to choose to play at home or at a district site such as Wheeler or Hobson. Right. And, or we can agree to play neutral. I would imagine they'd want to cash in sure. a card hosting uh, in their district and so i guess we'll decide that on wednesday any any does it make it any different this potential matchup being your former (laughs) your former stop there or is it just another another match i have played austin in playoffs in in the last i think it was three seasons ago and we won and we played at the merrill center if i remember correctly so um it's just another team for me uh we'll prepare the exact same um yeah, I'm so far removed, unfortunately. Yeah. It's been so much time that I, I don't recognize. Now, to play in their home gym, that might be a bit nostalgic for me because not only was I a coach there, but I played volleyball there. So I've won quite a few and, and lost a few um, yeah. in that gym. Um, but yeah, that would be nostalgic for me. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I think that's great. And also, I'm just curious, your, your opinion. I mean, I know I've, I've asked basketball coaches about this. Playing in the high school gym versus playing in a, a district facility like a Merrill Center or a Wheeler Fieldhouse, do you have a preference with that um, one way or the other, or or do, or do you not, does it not make a factor to you? I think my only opinion on that is I, I don't like the bigger venues. Right. The bigger the venue is, the more uncomfortable it is, the not so much uncomfortable, the more empty it feels and the sure. less energy. And so- the smaller space, the more energy, but you also don't want the crowd on top of you too. So it's a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Merrill Center and Wheeler provides a happy medium for me. It, it's not, for whatever reason, the Merrill Center doesn't feel too big, but right. anything bigger than the Merrill Center, it just, we, we just don't draw the big enough crowd to make it feel exciting or the energy that you'd want in a game right maybe like a campbell center in aldine i mean is a is a huge facility yeah. i don't know if you've ever played there but that, that seems like it'd be a little maybe a, a bit much perhaps or... 
Yes. The worst facility I've played in, <laughs> not because it's, it's a beautiful facility yeah. or a volleyball match. The Barry center was sure. overwhelming. I mean, sure, I felt sure. like we were ants in there and it just felt empty and it was hard to get the momentum and energy. on either Yeah. Side. Totally makes sense. Coach. I totally agree. I love basketball and volleyball matches in a high school gym. I mean, just, you can't match that level of intensity and fun and, especially volleyball. I mean, if, if any listeners are that, that just tune in and, and you're not really, you're newer to volleyball, like I, volleyball is, in my opinion, the most exciting <laughs> just due to the speed of the game. I yeah. mean, it is just incredible. It's so incredible. But yeah. okay, coach, before we kind of get ready to, to wrap it up here, any final words that, that you'd like to share with Spartan Nation here before we, we sign off on today's episode? No, I just appreciate everyone's support. We have so many fans that come to our games. We have junior high kiddos that are coming with parents. Um, just so many fans at our games and our girls appreciate it because we play better when there's more people to play for. And so I just appreciate everyone coming to our games this season. Okay, so to kind of wrap it up here, this uh, Friday night, uh, so tomorrow night uh, at home, it's senior night, so we'll have a nice recognition of all, all the efforts of our seniors and a, and a great match against the Katy Tigers. And then on Tuesday, we will head into enemy territory, into Cinco Ranch High School, and we will try to try to tangle you know, with, with one of the better teams, just like we are in the district. So lots of great matches coming up. Amy Cadline, thanks as always for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks to everyone for tuning in and go Spartans.